Welcome back for another exciting Friday afternoon with your host, Mike Maccabee. I'm the founder of MTIP Commercial Real Estate, where we come every Friday here in Miami live to talk about real estate, commercial real estate, and some type of important subject matter that help you get ahead into the business. So without further ado, today we're going to be talking about a very, very important subject that a lot of you guys don't know about. It's called syndication. That term syndication could change your life forever if you understand how to utilize it in real estate. Okay. In particular today, I'm going to cover that term, what it means, uh, what's involved in it as far as the steps in a conventional traditional format. And then I'm going to talk about it the way we do it, the MTIP way, right? What we've learned over the course of a career, how to propel and get ahead in owning real estate with no money, but really with no money, with sweat equity, with your hard work, with your skill set and your abilities to get ahead. So what is syndication? Okay. Syndication in the most layman of terms is a group of individuals or an organization of people that combine together to promote a common interest. It's a syndicate. You hear it a lot in mobsters almost, or this huge, these large uh, companies, conglomerates. Okay. In real estate, it just basically means a bunch of people coming together to get into one specific deal, one target deal. And that's as basic as it's going to get. So syndication means grouping of people together, coming together with one sole purpose of acquiring a piece of real estate as a group. Now in syndication in real estate in particular, there's going to be two main roles, two characters in this drama. There's going to be a general partner and then there's going to be a limited partner. And the difference between two of the, the two of them is very simple. The general partner, also known as the syndicator, okay, the person in charge of the deal, is the guy that ends up finding the deal usually, right? They're the ones that locate, research, put in the hard work to identify a good prospective deal to buy. And then they also are responsible for raising the capital, the equity, your down payment. The syndicator needs to raise that money to put it down towards that building. And then after that, they usually also try to get the debt, which is the loan, and they manage and operate the whole, basically they quarterback the deal. Let's put it this way. If it's uh, relatable to sports, those of you guys like football, the syndicator is the team captain. It's the one that runs all the plays. He's in charge to make sure everything orchestrates properly. Now, in comparison, the limited partner, and again, this is generalizing, is basically an investor, a passive investor, an equity investor. Those are all synonymous in this context. And what a limited investor or limited partner really does is they just contribute money. Okay. So let me give you guys examples of who can be a syndicator in this layman term and who can be an investor or a limited partner. You have a friend. He happens to be a doctor, a lawyer, a professional that earns a really good income pays his taxes or her taxes, ends up saving some money in a 401k, some kind of, uh, of saving uh, account. They don't know what to do with that money. They were looking to invest it to earn a greater return of some sort. 
So they look to you. And you happen to be a real estate agent, a savvy investor, a developer, a rehabber, someone that's in the real estate game. You know your way around the, the playing field. And they say, hey, Mike, I got a hundred grand. I got 50 grand. I got a million dollars. I want to make more money. I want to get into real estate. I just don't have the time. I don't have the knowledge. I don't have the connections. Okay. Can you help me? And you go, why, of course. This is something a syndicator does. He takes that person's money and he deploys their funds to help put it into a positive cash flowing deal. Somewhere where they can expand the rate of return, make more money. Okay. So that's a very basic example of what a limited partner's role is. And that's pretty much all their role is generally speaking and what a general partner's role is in a syndicator. Hope that makes sense on the most basic of levels. Okay. So let's talk about the steps. What are the steps that are involved in creating a syndication, right? Sorry, I got to hit that Starbucks. So a syndicator, their first job is very similar to what you would call a real estate agent's job. Okay. A syndicator needs to be able to find a good deal. What does that mean? Good deal. You hear it all the time in real estate. Yeah, I'll put my money in a good deal. A good deal means somewhere where it's a good location. You're buying it at a good economic time, right? The upspring of the market, it's going up. Potentially you're getting appreciation. It's cash flowing. There's tenants there. It's producing income. Ideally it's making a very high ROI cash on cash return. IRR internal rate of return. It's positive. Um, and there's very little vacancy and capital expenditures necessary to maintain the property, meaning you don't have to spend money. That's a good deal. Or if it's undervalued, you're buying it for what less, less than what it's worth. That's considered a good deal. Okay. So being able to find those deals is an art. Okay. Prospecting, grinding, building a community of network referrals, brokerages, you got to build a lot, put a lot of time just for this one aspect to be able to find good deals. Whether you go to probate court or tax liens or foreclosures, REOs, sale by owners, whatever the different type of deal it is, regardless of its asset class, you got to be able to find good deals. Cause otherwise, why would the doctor want to deploy his funds with you? He won't. He wants to put his money in the most secure, most uh, rapidly growing investment portfolio. So that's step one. You got to be able to find good deals. Now at MTIP university, which is our university, we built over the course of many years now that teaches all of this. It helps you find deals. It teaches you the art to find deals. Okay. Now the second step you need to be really good at as a syndicator, and this is the baby steps is you got to be able to underwrite comp underwrite and evaluate and analyze a deal. What we call here in MTIP is the Q process, comping, underwriting, and evaluating. You got to learn what's a good deal. What's a bad deal on paper. Okay. I see so many deals every day. Like I'm baffled. There's so many deals out there. How do you differentiate the good from the bad? Okay. As a one person army, there's only so many deals you can look at a day. That's why the next step is you got to build a team. 
okay? You need a team of attorneys, brokers, property managers, contractors, vendors, uh, lenders, anything and everything between to help you grow, okay? That's step number three, which is not on this list, but I'm telling you because I know this verbatim. You need to be able to find deals, you need to be able to analyze deals, and then you need to deploy your team to help you do that initial step as a starting point. Okay, great. The next thing you need to do is you need to have an ability to syndicate, which means you need to gather people into a group and grab their money, grab their interest in this deal. That means you have to be a good salesperson, right? You have to have good networking abilities to be able to attract the right audience to deploy that capital to buy that deal. Okay, that's also a big talent. A great example of someone that's done an amazing job using social media in particular is Mr. Grant Cardone. The guy I think raised over $200 million in a span of five, six years. Now, those of you guys who don't know who he is, I'm sure most of you do, go look him up, look at his track record. He hasn't been around for that long and a very short span of time, I think it's seven years. I went to one of his lectures recently here in Miami. I heard the guy say in seven years of being here in Miami, his, really, his business really propelled the real estate business because he managed to take advantage of all of the capital investments, people like you and me that don't know necessarily how to deploy the funds. He just took their money, dumped it into really great, pretty looking, conservative, multifamily cash flowing property and is paying them checks every month. He's the general partner, they're the limited partner, okay? So he's good at it. It's a talent. It takes time to build. The first step though, because none of us are a Grant Cardone, the first step that you and I can do to become a syndicator is go to friends and family. It's the most pragmatic thing. You have a rich uncle, you have a rich friend, you have a friend's father that has some money that I want to deploy. You have an accountant friend that says, I got 50 grand, Mike, I don't know what to do with it. Give it to me. Give it to me and go to work. Anybody here that's listening to this broadcast, that's watching this video, can find deals. You can learn. It's a learnable skill. You just need the right educator and platform to help you get there. So raising capital is another very, very critical part. Bringing people together, making sure it's a good deal, analyzing the deal, comping the deal are the baby steps. Okay, let's assume you did all that. Now you need to be able to manage that asset, that project. You have to have a plan, a strategy. When you're pitching the deal to the investor, you need to say, listen, I need a million bucks and this is what you're going to get for it, this building, but this building's making 10% or 5% right now rate of return. But I plan to go in there and remodel all the units in a span of 12 months, 24 months. And this is my team, my contractor. And then this is the company we're going to use, my property management team, to, to manage the asset in that period. And in that period, we're going to raise the rents to a point where we can refinance the property, pull all of our money back out. I can give you what you gave me initially, and I'll give you an extra vig, an extra piece of juice for, for being here with me. And then we go on to the next deal. So you're selling them on a strategy but you're managing all of those expectations along the way. It's a big responsibility when not only when you're asking for people's money, but to be able to deliver on your word and make sure you don't, God forbid, you know, <laughs> dig yourself into a ditch or a bunny hole you can't get out of. So that's another step. And knowing, having the team readily available 
to close on the deal, manage the deal, do the construction, do the refinance, and do all of that work. Last but not least, how does a syndicator earn his money? Okay, well, in basic terms, this is very negotiable. If everybody's been following me on Instagram, on social media, on my videos, I've been saying this forever. The one rule in real estate is everything's fucking negotiable. There are no rules. It's between whatever you agree and whoever's involved in that deal, whether it be a buyer or seller, you and the limited partner and the general partner, it's all up for grabs. So, but generally speaking, the rules of the law, of the law of the land, excuse me, are gonna be, you're probably gonna charge 1% for the acquisition of the asset. It's called the acquisition fee, one point. So if you buy a building for a million bucks, you can charge $10,000 for that. You can charge a disposition fee. Another point, when you come to sell it or potentially when you come to refinance out of it, you can charge a point there too. You're going to enjoy the benefit of the cash flow alongside the owner, the, excuse me, the limited partner, even though they're bringing the money because you found the deal, because you, you organized this whole thing, you're entitled to an equity stake in that deal. That's how you earned your right to get a portion of that deal. Now, how much of a portion, what percentage, that's really something you negotiate. I'll tell you what I normally do in a second when we talk about my way of doing it. I know a lot of people out there that are syndicating, they're gonna probably pool their money together and, and invest simultaneously with their group so that they have a, a, a guaranteed share, but then they'll make an overage or an extra fee because again, they found the deal. So they can charge a premium to it. A lot of other people do what we call the waterfall effect, where they say for the first uh, 7% that's owed to you, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm uh, guaranteeing you an X amount of 7% rate of return on the money you invested. That's guaranteed to you from the cash flow from everything. Anything above the 7%, we start splitting, you know, 70-30. Then from, let's say it's like a piecemeal uh, waterfall. Then from if anything above 8%, you get 60-40. Uh, and then 9% becomes 50-50 and so forth and so on. So basically, the more money you manage to make for the syndicate, the syndicator has a right to earn more. Okay? So those are generally the parameters of how the syndicator makes money. But keep in mind, the syndicator also is responsible for all the fees associated to starting the deal, right? You got to pay to find the deal. You got to pay to analyze the deal. You got to pay to perform due diligence on the deal to make sure it's a good deal, right? Bring a contractor out, bring a structural engineer out, bring an architect out, bring a soil guy out. Bring, everything needs to be covered by the syndicator because they're the runs, they're the guys running the show. Now, you could negotiate a, a, a reimbursement of some sort after the deal closes from your syndicate, like you're, you're fronting the bill in the beginning and getting reimbursed. That's something also common, but ultimately that's the risk the syndicator takes. That's how they are getting their, uh, their foot in the door. They're spending their time, their skill, but there is a capital investment. And the larger you go in the value of the building, right? You go from a $250,000 deal to a $25 million deal, there's gonna be more cost involved. And generally speaking, I can tell you conservatively, it can cost an average of a few thousand dollars if you're going after a little skimpy dinky deal and you're doing a lot of the legwork yourself, 
and they could be fifty, a hundred thousand dollars in fees to get that going between attorneys and and all this shit that I just talked about on a really large deal, five, ten, fifteen, twenty million dollar deal. But everybody needed to start somewhere. And so the point I'm trying to explain is to give you a general framework of what a syndicator is, what the role is, how they generally make money. And the idea really about a syndicator is to make money utilizing OPM, other people's money. When you group yourself with other people, you can scale and leverage your position to get so much further ahead than if you try to do it on your own. And I'm going to talk about that more in detail um, in, 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 a, in the coming slides. So what are the, some of the advantages of going through this traditional, we call syndication route in comparison to the way I do it, which we're going to talk about in a moment. As the syndicator, traditionally, you're going to be the general partner. Okay. The general partner means you have control over the deal. You're the quarterback. You decide which way that deal's going to go. The limited partner has no decision-making capacity. They're what we call a silent partner. Okay. So even though, and I'll give you a very basic scenario, you buy a deal for a million dollars. The down payment is to make it uh, simple, 25%. It's a quarter million dollars down. And you go to your friend, Joe, and Joe is the limited partner. They bring in the equity, the down payment. You say, Joe, give me all the equity. And I brought you this deal. Give me 20, the $250,000 down, but you have no say in how the deal is ran. You're giving me the money. I'm guaranteeing you X amount, 6% on your money for the duration of owning this property. Also, Joe, I want you to know for every year you owned it, what to the point where I refinance it, I decide to, or I decide to sell it, or I decide to even what? Buy you out if I want to. And yes, you can do that. Many people do that. Until that point, I'm going to give you an extra dividend for hanging on for so long. For every year you hung on, I'm going to give you another 5%, 6% for each year. Okay? Which after three years could be 15, 20, 30% premium on the value that they bought it in, the, the investment that they made, the $250,000. These are decisions that you can dictate as the general partner of the syndicate. But that's pretty much about it because there is a ton of disadvantages. Uh, being that you need at least 50 grand. So this is a, a general number, but you need upfront money to cover all these costs that are involved in structuring the deal. And that's something that leans on you as the general partner. If you don't have at least the ability to, to, to pay the attorney, to pay the contractor, the due diligence guy, you're probably not going to be able to become the general partner. So you need a little initial capital outside of experience and skill set. Two, you need to manage the deal, right? You need to work on the deal. It's like a chronic thing. You gotta be on top of it. You gotta make sure you're the orchestrator. Everyone's doing their job. It's 24 seven, it's a job, it's a career. It's a lifestyle of doing something. Three, you have to be able to deliver on your word. If you told someone something, you're responsible for that. Your contract, your syndication agreement, your Partnership agreement will dictate that, right? So you're obligated to make sure that person makes their 6%, 7%, whatever the retail rate of return is. And if the property doesn't cash flow, you're still responsible to pay that money because that's what you agreed to. 
So, excuse me, that's something to consider as the general partner. And number four is you have limited equity. The point of syndicating is that you're using other people's money. Regardless of if you do it my way, which I'm going to talk about in a second, or this traditional way, the, you want to scale using other people's money. And generally, as the syndicator, you're going to have a smaller piece of the pie generally. Even though you have control of the decision making, right? You're the CEO, you're the captain of the deal. You still don't necessarily own more of the deal. I hope that makes sense. I'm going to reiterate it one more time. You can become the syndicator and the general partner, have the decision-making capacity, but own a smaller portion of equity, which means ownership of that deal. So I can own 20% equity and be the general partner. I don't have to own 51 or 60 or 70% to be the general partner. I hope that makes sense. David, can you hit me with some water, brother? Okay. So let's talk about the flip side of the coin here. Are we good on time? Good. The flip side of the coin talks about how we do it. Okay, after really years of watching and transacting and looking at the different various models of how syndication works and can work, I figured something else out. I started my career as a real estate agent. Why? Because that's where I made commissions. And I did very, very well just doing that. I still own a brokerage. We called it MTIP Commercial Real Estate. Thank you. That brokerage makes commissions, earns commissions based on the transactions we do for our clients, for ourselves, for our fund. Now, let me throw this number out to you. If you have a million dollar deal that's transacting and you earn an average of two, three, four, five, six percent commission on that deal, that's 20 up to $60,000 worth of commission in that $1 million transaction. So what we learned is if I wanted to just basically say, I'm going to earn my commission. I'm going to pay my taxes on that commission, right? I pay my 30, 40% to the IRS, whatever's left. I'm going to go by myself, find another deal, put the down payment by myself and try to buy real estate that way. That was the traditional way of investing in real estate. Then you realize, wow, there's syndication. I can partner with people and we all of us put our monies in. That's another way of looking at it. Then over time you realize, wait a minute, I'm earning this income. I'm a doctor. I'm an architect. I'm a real estate agent. I'm paying taxes and then I'm turning around and whatever's left, I'm reinvesting in real estate. Something sounds not okay to me. So what did I end up doing? I realized that if you take your earnings, whether that's the commission in the deal, okay, or the assignment fee, if you're those of you guys are doing wholesale, flipping, assignments, double contracts, uh, double escrows, if you take your fee, do not collect it in cash and exchange, take it as equity, as a syndicate, you can now own real estate with the person you assign the deal to and not pay any taxes. We're going to talk about that. So it's a role reversal. So in our way, the general partner, the GP is going to become the investor. We're, we're swapping roles. The limited partner is going to become the syndicator. Okay. Now I'm going to explain. If you remember what I said a second ago about the way a general partner, uh, his role is or her role is 
It's to find the deal, underwrite the deal, analyze the deal, manage the deal, raise the capital, a lot of work. That's what the syndicator is doing as a general partner. In my way, we still do those things, except we eliminate a lot of what comes after finding and analyzing a deal. Here's what I mean. So, like this initial example, in our system, in our method, a syndicator finds the deal, analyzes the deal, puts it under contract, okay? That's gonna happen in both scenarios. That's what you're supposed to do as a syndicator. The difference though is, in my version, in our version, we're not going to manage the deal. We're not going to raise the equity in the deal. We're not gonna come up with the financing or the debt. We're not gonna go through the rehab or the construction. We're not gonna do shit after the fact that we got a contract, we got a deal under contract, at a good value, it's a good deal. And then what we do is we assign the equity, equitable rights of that deal, of that contract to a third party investor. Okay, so let me reiterate that. I'm Mike, fine seller Bob. Bob sells me his asset for a million bucks. I know it's worth 1.4. Okay, I'm just throwing it for argument's sake. $400,000 more, $300,000 more, $20,000 more, doesn't make a difference. More, I bought it at a good deal. I take that equity, that difference, okay, and I treat that as what we call an assignment fee. I can sell my contract to Bob, from Bob, to Jeff, the new guy, the new investor, the new guy that wants to be the developer, the rehabber, the, the general partner, the, the, the actual person, the syndicator in the normal case, of he wants, he has a group of people behind him, they want to buy my deal. I can sell it to that person, and what I can do is say, listen, Jeff, new person, assignee, give me $400,000, and I walk away, you take the deal. That's what you call a traditional regular assignment or wholesaling of a contract. But what we do with syndication and assignment, this hybrid, right, this perfect marriage is, I say, Jeff, don't give me the 400 in cash, give me 200, give me 100, give me maybe zero in cash, and instead, I want equity in this deal. I wanna become a partner with you in the acquisition of this deal. I'm selling you the deal, and instead of you paying me a fee, I want my fee in equity. I'm syndicating my position to you as equity. But don't worry, I don't want control over the deal. I don't want to manage your deal. I don't want to tell you what to do and not to do about the deal. You're the boss. You're the general partner. I become the limited partner. I become the passive investor. But the most beautiful part is, I didn't have to take my fee, pay the taxes to invest with you in your syndicate. I paid zero dollars in taxes because I never collected the fee in cash, right? So you avoid paying the IRS. You earn the equity into a deal and you get to control at the point of assignment, you get to dictate who you want to become partners with. Now, mind you, there's probably going to be a smaller pool of people that are going to want to do this deal with you generally speaking, but if the deal's a good fucking deal, anyone's gonna wanna invest with you. So the trick is not who's gonna come and approach you, the trick is finding a good deal. If you find a good deal, people will partner with you. And they'll do it if you give them control, especially the egocentric, I wanna be the boss, I got a hundred million dollars behind me, 
shut the fuck up, uh, you don't tell me what to do types, which is most of the people in real estate. People don't want to be told what to do if they're already in the game. The doctors, the attorneys, the lawyers, the people that don't necessarily know this is not their business, they might go along with your spiel because they don't know what they're doing. But the people that you're going to end up selling to, the real estate, the savvy people, investors, that they're going to want control. So I give it to them. And in exchange, I get equity, right? I gave them equity. I earned a right. 20%, 10%, 30%. Whatever I managed to negotiate for what I've managed to sell the deal to, that's what I'm going to get. But guess what? That means I get 20, 30% of the cash flow. If it's creating cash flow, I get a check every month, every quarter. I get also 20, 30% of the depreciation. I get to write off my future earned taxes, my income against this building too. I'm an owner. I'm a partner. The only disadvantage really um, is you don't get to make any decisions, which for some people that's scary. For me, it's a joke because all I really did is I didn't really put in much money. I put in sweat equity, time, effort, energy in finding the deal. And I didn't really lose anything because I didn't put a dollar into the deal or major capital. The person buying the deal, he put the down payment. They found the debt. They managed the deal. They went through all the headache. I just sat back and moved on to the next deal. So really, it's an unbelievable method, strategy that anyone can do. You just need to know the stepping stones to get there. The advantages of the MTIP syndication system is you get to buy real estate for practically free by assigning or brokering your position in exchange for equity. Number two, you do not need to manage the deal. You don't need to deal with the tenants, deal with the lenders, deal with the equity raise, nothing. You do shit, squat, diddly, poo. Your job was to find it, underwrite it, get it under contract and deliver it to the next person for them to choke on it and to bury themselves into that deal. While you get the advantage of moving on to the next deal and doing it all over again, as many fucking times as you can, anywhere you are. Number three, you get passive cash flow. Every month you collect an income because of that deal you put yourself into. Number four, you get the appreciation and an equity stake into that deal, right? So in five years, the owner says, no, we want to sell. We want to refinance. We want to do whatever that, we want to put a building, erect a building on it. Whatever that future value goes up to, you're getting paid big time. Number five, you pay no taxes. Let me repeat that. You pay no freaking taxes. If you right now want to go buy a deal, you need to make money. That money needs to be taxed. That taxed money after it's done needs to be deployed into a deal. That's the way it works. But if you do this strategy, you don't collect any money or very little money. So you pay virtually no taxes because you never earned anything In exchange, you earn the equity and you live off the cash flow. And when the payday comes to you, you do a 1031 exchange, you defer your tax. If you're, they're going to sell the deal, you don't care if they sell the deal, let them sell it. You take your money, you go and exchange your own proceeds to whatever the hell you want to do. If they refinance, 
it's considered debt. You pay zero dollars. When they refinance the deal, get a new loan, and you get a bunch of money back, right? For holding on to that deal, you pay no taxes there either. And the income, the cash flow you are earning on that deal, you get to rub against or depreciate against, excuse me, mitigate against the depreciation of that asset. Now, all these terms, if you don't know what the hell they mean, we talk about all of this. You gotta sign up to MTIPU. MTIPU.com is where you start. This is where you get educated. This is where I can really help you excel. If you don't want to invest the necessary time, forget the capital, which is peanuts, to be able to make tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, seven digit incomes, then this message is not for you. You should hop off. I'm not here to entertain you. I'm here to tell you that this strategy works. It's made me a lot of fucking money. It could make you a lot of money too. Maybe you're already doing something similar to this and kudos for you to doing it. But I can tell you from snooping around out there in the market, nobody I've met, and I know a lot of wealthy people around me, including in my own family, nobody have I met is doing this specific method. So I challenge you, okay? I challenge you to try this. Take this step, try it out for yourself. If, you're, if you've been following me for a while, you know that I post all these videos. It's my blood, sweat, and tears I give everybody for free. I'm not trying to make money on selling you guys real estate courses. I'm trying to find partnerships. I'm trying to find tigers, warriors out there to p collide with, to partner with, to be able to take our business to the next level. So the starting point is why we created MTIP University, because those of you guys don't understand this, real estate is a network oriented business. The reason I'm here every Friday consistently been broadcasting to you guys, giving you guys this invaluable, what I think is invaluable content is so that you guys can familiarize yourself with who I am. I'm not a big time person. I'm a local person that does national deals based out of Miami. I'm looking to create partnerships, to create forge and long lasting partnerships with people strategically anywhere in the United States in particular to be able to help them teach them what I know, what's worked for me, for them to do it for themselves. Like a mentor mentee situation. But it's really not that. I'm not looking to become your mentor. I'm looking to become your partner. If you need capital, if you need leads, which is what I'm going to get into in a moment, we've built a partnership with the amazing new company called One Property Market. They're about to launch their official site. This site can feed you deals, seller leads anywhere across the United States in 24 hours. It's unbelievable. And not just give you seller leads, they give you pre-qualified seller leads. And anyone who's a member with MTIPU, com will get access to these leads. If you don't have any money, if you don't have any education, I'm telling you guys, step by step, you have to invest in yourselves. If you guys are already making a set income and you want to raise your income, you want to graduate to the next level, you got to invest in yourselves. If you don't do it, you will not grow. So with that being said, this platform, this MTIPU.com platform is designed to help you guys get ahead. If you're not even in real estate, 
If you're a speculator, if you do day trading, if you do, I don't know, whatever, you're a photographer. If you want to make generational wealth, the only place to do it in the entire existence of this world is real estate. And in particular, commercial real estate. I don't care if it's multifamily, warehousing, shopping centers, office buildings, commercial real estate is fuck you amazing. It helped me change my life. I hope it can do the same for you. With that being said, we have over 40 different topics, subject categories we talk about in the MTIPU platform and it's growing. We keep adding content. So we talk about basic things like how to get your real estate license if you want to start earning commissions for those of you guys who are not licensed. And I highly recommend that you get your license because it's a great way to start a career to start earning income. We teach you guys to find deals, off-market deals, anywhere in the country. We can do this also for residential agents, okay? I don't recommend working in the residential field because it's very little money and a lot of volume to be able to actually sustain, to make anything. I know a dear friend, he's a young man, he works very hard, he does very well, he makes over a million dollars a year, and he has to close 50 deals to make it, right? Average 10, $20,000 a deal. I can teach you how to do that in one or two deals, three or four deals, not 50. That's the advantage of being commercial real estate. It gives you the ability not to trade your time for money. I'm in a state right now where I can travel the world, I can do whatever I want, I choose to be here, I choose to divulge it because I love what I do. I'm passionate about it and I hope it shows in what I'm saying to you. And I want that for you too. I built a win-win scenario with MTIP University. It's your starting point. It's my ability to see who you are, what your skill set is, how quickly you can understand this very, very important information and then take you to the next level. So if you're out there, whoever you are, I encourage all of you right now, Jump on to mtipu.com, enroll, enlist. If you have any questions, any questions at all, reach out to me via text. My number is listed on my Instagram profile, all my profiles, okay? It's that 424 number. If you guys have been receiving my texts, it's me sending you these texts, okay? Robot or no robot, for those of you guys who are out there, it's me. I look at all the texts, I communicate with all of you, all right? There's not an army of people behind me. We're a very small, nimble team based out of Miami. And I'm here to answer any of your questions. So come at me if you have legitimate, valid questions about real estate, business, commercial real estate in particular. My door is open to you. With that being said, I appreciate all of you guys coming on live. For those of you guys on Instagram Live, I appreciate you. Make sure you follow me here on YouTube. And also we're going to be launching, uh, uh, continuing our podcast, which we've been uh, working on. And so we're going to keep giving you guys great content, great value. If there's subjects that you guys want to talk about or want me to talk about, shoot me a DM, a text, and I'll do that as well. Till next week, I wish you guys an amazing, amazing weekend ahead. Thank you for your time and good luck.